Welcome to From Chaos to Peace with Connie. My name is Connie Graf and I am your host. I'm here to explore with you, often solo and sometimes with a guest, how a few minutes a day can keep the chaos away. And with chaos, I'm talking about the physical, digital, social, financial, mental, emotional and spiritual clutter that can accumulate in our life and business. In every episode, I want to make you aware how clutter is so much more than you think and why I say that clearing your clutter is self-love. Well, hello, my friend. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode number 159. Thank you so much for allowing me back into your ears. And if this is your first time here, a very warm welcome to you. I'm honored that you're checking out my podcast. How did you like last week's episode with my guest, Dr. Vic Menzo, who was inspiring us to get out of our head and into our heart? If you haven't checked that episode out, I do encourage you to do that after you listen to this short solo episode. I so loved how he said we have been conditioned for a long time to listen to our mind, but how it is a trickster, our mind, and keeps us from listening to our heart. He also says that listening to the heart has a lot to do with trusting and how we often don't have the words when we know in our heart Something is the right thing to do, but our mind is freaking out. And this actually ties very beautifully into today's topic. I want to talk about sadness, how letting go of things, decluttering your home and life can make you feel sad, even if you yourself choose to do it, even if you do it because you listen to your heart. It can make you sad, and that is the sad truth. A lot of times people cling to their stuff because letting go would make them feel sad. But what if that's not a bad thing? Living fully means to move on despite feeling sad, learning how to feel sad and be grateful to be sad. Yeah, I know that's a little out there, right? But not allowing yourself to be sad or judging yourself for being sad is emotional clutter. And at the same time, being sad doesn't need to hold us back from letting go and following our heart. We can't avoid being sad in life. At least that's what I'm thinking. And sometimes sad things are imposed on us. Other times we consciously choose to do something that makes us sad. Examples of that would be moving to a different house a different town, a different province or state, or even a different country. More about that later. Quitting a job you love, knowing that it's time to go, that for your career it's better to move on. But you you really are sad to leave behind the co-workers or the people you worked with or your clients that you worked with there or your suppliers you worked with there. Or another Example would be ending a friendship or relationship because it's time, because it's not working anymore, because you moved into different directions. This all can happen to us, being imposed on us by other people or circumstances, but we can also choose ourselves to make these changes. And that doesn't mean we are not allowed to be sad. 
a misconception people sometimes have is that if we choose to do something, if they choose, for example, to move, if they choose to change a job, if they choose to end a friendship or even a relationship, that they are not allowed to feel sad, but that's not true. You can choose to do something despite the fact that it makes you sad. And the surprising thing is that we can have both feelings at the same time. At least that's what I noticed. Most people think they are either happy or sad. They either feel joy or grief. It's either a yes or a no. But life isn't that black and white. And so aren't the feelings and emotions inside of us. I really love living in Canada despite the fact that I'm often homesick for Switzerland, that I feel sad, that I feel nostalgic. I wouldn't have thought back when I still lived in Switzerland almost 20 years ago, I never thought that I was very patriotic or very connected to my home country. But that's exactly it. How could I know since I was always there? Switzerland was always around me. I took it for granted. Then, when I moved to Canada, I was very happy and excited for a new adventure, for an adventurous life. But at the same time, I was very sad. I was very sad that I had to give up my beloved apartment with a sunroom and a garden, that I had to sell my dream car I was driving at the time, that I had to let go of so many things, basically my whole household that I had built up since I moved out at, at the age of 20, that I had to leave my family and my very good friends behind, that I had to leave behind the life I knew. I even left behind my business and my clients, which is not 100% true because I still have my business and I still have a lot of those clients, but I didn't know that at the time. I wanted to have the exciting new life. And the price for it was sadness. The price was having to let go of a lot of my things. It wasn't easy. I am a very sentimental person. I still miss that house where I lived last in Switzerland. It was an old house. It had a lot of soul. I really miss it. I cried a lot while moving out. At the same time, I wouldn't want to trade the life I have here in Canada. I wanted this adventure. And so I had to accept the pain and the sadness and all that came with it. And I do hope you hear that I have a lot of compassion and understanding for you. And I also have a lot of compassion and understanding for my clients when they struggle with letting go of their things, when they opt to keep their house cluttered because they don't want to feel sad to let those things go. I have been there over and over. But what I came to understand is we can't avoid sadness. You might decide to hang on to your stuff in order to not feel sad, but years later you might feel sad that you were resisting to let go and stayed where you were instead of following your heart. Not a single yes we say is without a no to something else. No joy is without grief. No happiness is without sadness. No day is without the night. No spring and summer is without fall and winter. That's how the world works. Since I moved to Canada, 
I feel this nostalgic pain, this sadness of not living in Switzerland anymore. When I go visit, I find already the airport looks like home, sounds like home, smells like home even. But all excitement, accomplishment come with a cost, whether we consciously realize it or not. When we are happy, we often think we are only happy. Happiness is the feeling in the forefront. It's the one we are focusing on, but all happiness includes sadness. If 20 years ago I would not have followed my heart and my sense of adventure, I might now be sad that I didn't do it. I might regret that I didn't do it. I read somewhere that people on their deathbed don't regret the things they did in their life. They do regret the things they didn't do. When you clear the clutter in your house, you most likely come across items that you really don't use anymore, that are by any definition clutter, but giving them away still makes you sad. Don't judge yourself for being sad. Instead, have compassion. Understand that it's normal. You also can let go of things even though it makes you sad. Being sad about giving something away is not the same as regretting it. Moving on from something, whether it's an item, a project, or a relationship, usually doesn't happen without a heavy feeling. But in today's world, we're told everything should be easy and we should be happy all the time. But that's not realistic. If we were only happy, how would we even know that we're happy? And there are definitely situations we want to be sad. If something terrible happens, we don't want to be happy about it. It's normal and healthy to be sad, and it's not realistic to always be happy. This is how Brooke Castillo says it. Life is 50-50. Also, the only constant in life is change. We can't stop it, not even if we hang on to or even cling to the good old times. We can't avoid it even if we try and stop living. Sadness will be in our life either way. And please believe me when I say, I don't like to be sad. I don't want the good things to end either. I do want to cling and hang on often, and sometimes I actually do. I just have to always be aware that this too comes with a cost that I may have to pay later. So next time you're refusing to let go of something, get still and ask yourself, what will be the cost? If you avoid the sadness now, what could be the sadness you will have to feel later as a result of not letting go now? Okay, my friend, this was it for this week. Maybe a little bit of a different episode. It was just how I felt today. This episode came totally from my heart. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. And have a beautiful and amazing week. Talk to you next time. Take good care and be safe. If you enjoyed this podcast episode and you want to go on a journey from chaos to peace in your home, office and finances with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one-on-one -on -one are available. Go to connygraf.com, C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F.com to schedule your own personal clutter to clarity chat. And we will see if working together is a great fit. That is conigraph.com, C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F dot com.